you're listening to the hottest new sports podcast in the Bay Area of California. It's Talk Sport Listen. Also known as the TSL Podcast. At www.tslpodcast.blogspot.com. And at TSL Podcast on Twitter. This is Sports Lust. And I'm Sean. Now let's start the show. Oh yeah, this is Talk Sport Listen, Talk Sport Listen podcast. I am Sports Lust along with Sean. Sean, you can follow us at, T- at what is it? What's the at? TSL podcast or at TSL podcast at Twitter yeah. or tslpodcast.blogspot.com. That's correct. And we are here talking sports like we're going to try to do on a weekly basis. We are blogging on our website. We are trying to find music for a good intro and outro. So if you do hear this and would like to email us, tslpodcast at gmail.com and give us some good suggestions of free, no copyright music that we can just play and not have to worry about anything. We'd appreciate not having to do any work. Exactly, yeah. If you could do the show for us and maybe you can come in and uh, record a couple shows for us and we can say it's us. Yeah, that would be even better. I mean, the, we're not we're not asking for much here, people. But um, yes, this is this is talk sport. Listen, or as the kids are going to call it, TSL. TSL. Uh, yeah, we, we like the uh, the abbreviated version. But um, yeah, this is national sports news coming from the an undisclosed location in the Bay Area. Bay Area of California, because I've right. discovered there are two Bay Areas. Where's the other Bay Area? I think it's Tampa Bay. <laughs> is it really? I was. I, I a couple of years ago, when the when the I guess the Rays, not the Devil Rays, the Rays made the World Series. Uh-huh. They kept referring to it as the Bay Area. And it led to mass confusion across the country. I'm Very sure. much so. Yeah. I had several friends calling me from the East Coast saying, I didn't know the Rays were in San Francisco. Ah, yes. I don't have any friends in the yeah, East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Who would? Why would you want? You, this is the best coast. This the, is the West Coast. The West is the best, yo. That's correct. Check it out. Check it out. Did we did we go into like further detail on you know us and, and the podcast? Did we did we touch on that enough? My again, my name my name is Sean. Um, I'm a late twenties Caucasian young man. And I am um, Rick or Richard von Smarters on uh, on Twitter. Legal but, reasons he can't. Yes, I am sports lust. I have a lust. I have a desire for sports. I had much more of a lust and desire in my younger years. I am a little bit older than Sean. I am 36. So there's a 10-year gap. Different generations, I guess. That He did, actually. And you'll see that on the, uh, the website where he, he he's as quoted as saying that we're from X and Y, I believe. Yes. Which is, I, I didn't even know people called it that. So I don't think anybody yeah, does. I don't even think there, there's Gen X people left at this point. They they killed themselves like Kirk Cobain. I'm a baby boomer. Yeah. But I think for the record, though, the America and the Bay and whoever we're listening to, I'm a, we're going to go with Rick is the host. I am the co-host slash producer slash director. Uh, he does CFO. everything else. I'd like to be. No, I mean, I think that's fair. He, he wanted that. I'm going to take. I retain international film rights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you would like a copy, you must get yeah, Sean's permission. That's, that's true. So he can. I, I feel like he's the. Um, the the brains behind this operation, so we're going to go ahead and give credit where credit is due. But I'd like to, to get anything that makes money. So. And compliments on uh, Sean's mic stand tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rick made this. Um, he just informed me that as a, as a semi-professional radio man, you're not supposed to paint uh, too accurate a picture because you've got to leave something to the, uh, the listener's imagination. But he did make this out of what appears to be PVC pipe and a clamp. So the budget for the show is through the roof. Absolutely. Tens of dollars. <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's more like tens of cents. Tens of tens of tens. I will uh, tell you that I have to fidget with things with my hands, and no, I'm not. I don't mean body parts. <laughs> I'm sitting here at the desk that we do this podcast, and I realize I have a duster in front of me, a Swifter duster. We should get sponsored by Swifter. Was, I was just dusting as I was talking on the microphone just now. It was uncomfortable, but I was looking at my uh, my iPad at some of the notes, so we, we let it slide. I realized I couldn't ignore it because I knew that somehow the story would get back up. We were doing a sports show, and Rick just started dusting. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. We're not, we're not sure why, but um, we'll, we'll get him some help. Um, I think we should probably kick it off what, with like some of the, the national headlines. There's, there's tons going on. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Like, what's dominating all headlines now would be NFL free agency. It's um, You can't go on the interweb without finding out about it. It's, uh, it's everywhere. The NFL is back. Yeah, and I, what's funny is most of my notes consisted of uh, talking about the, the lockout, so they really killed most of what I had going on. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, isn't that like porn to some people that really just have been begging and pleading for there to be football? I don't think we could afford that right there. Football right there. porn or yeah, just no, that sound? I don't think we could afford that sound, but that's going to be, that's tens of dollars that we just, <laughs> that we just lost right there. We just lost the majority of our budget playing that, that yeah, I mean, football sound. The internet literally on fire because of NFL free agency right now. You, you can't turn on the, the TV, the web, ESPN, it's, it's everywhere. Um, and that is because during the last week, we had a work stoppage in the NFL. <laughs> if, and you were, if you were dead or you weren't born in Iraq in the last week. And I'm pretty sure that there isn't one NFL player that is working, especially like the offensive and defensive linemen who could care less about getting in the gym. True. But they're not working during the months of um, probably February 2nd, for those who make the Super Bowl, through July 27th. Right? They're stoked, yeah. 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 So they were just, okay, now we have to go back to training camp? What the, what the yeah. F? Yeah. I feel like the NFL has turned into, like, the drunk girl at a party, just desperate for attention. <laughs> this, this just reeks of some kind of scam. There's no... Uh, there was no games missed. There was a 24-hour news cycle that they got for the last two and a half months, and it, it just it reeks of some kind of conspiracy. There's probably some freaky people out there talking about it as we speak. And their their whole claim was, can you believe we may have to cancel the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, exactly. I, a game that I did not know existed. I, I, and, and if anybody did know exists and actually watches, and the sick thing is I actually know somebody who not only watches, but makes sure he bets that game every year. What is the act? What's the you know the over under on that, or what's the bet on that on that game? I don't understand. There's a spread on a there's a the spread Hall of Fame on game. any NFL football. Game. I, I have a feeling that that's a bit of a foreshadowing for some of the later bits of the show. But uh, yeah, as we're going to touch on, Rick um, will know a fair amount, a fair amount about gambling. Being, uh, I'm living in Vegas. In, I lived in Vegas time. for a couple of years. A little background on Rick. Yeah, um, I lived in Vegas for a couple of years, and I spent many a day and many a dime in the sports books. On my way to work at the Stratosphere Hotel and Casino. It's a beautiful, beautiful casino. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful casino. Stands about 1,200 feet in the air. <laughs> and I uh, felt like jumping off it a couple times. Off of things like a $5 bet. I'd be sitting in my room, biting my fingernails, listening to the radio, watching it over 5 bucks. But that $5 had a chance to get me 100 So. And that was a lot of money back then. Kids. My college days, it was a lot of money. A lot of dough. I, I guess right off the bat, I was going to say this was this was rumor but when I was writing this, but now it's, it's turned into a fact at this point. Donovan McNabb signing with the Vikings. Signing? Traded? Signing, yeah. Well, it's a, um, at this point, it's nothing. It's like a sixth-round pick and some conditional stuff in uh, 2012 now. But, yeah, he's, uh, it's all locked and loaded to be announced on Thursday. This was a guy that a couple years ago they talked about a possible Hall of Famer, and now he was traded for a sixth-round pick. And they couldn't and wait conditional to get picks. And yeah. conditional picks. Please, yeah. please give the man credit where credit is due. And they truly could not wait to get him out of Washington. They could not wait. It, it was weird um, watching some of the games. You're right. It was weird watching some of the games and just seeing how they they went back to, to Rex Grossman. Like, yeah. getting if Rex Grossman shows up at your work and replaces you. There's a problem. Yeah, you, you've got some issues there. Um but I have a feeling it's, I mean, I, I hope it works out um, purely from a fantasy standpoint because uh, they're going to need it. They did lose Sidney Rice as I well, saw which that. is a, a tie-in to that. He's yeah. a five-year deal with the Seahawks. So. Seahawks signed quite a few wide receivers today too, right? True. Two, two semi-Pro Bowl good wide receivers yeah. and have nobody to throw the ball to. That's true. Um, they're, go, they're betting, uh, they're going, uh, what's, what's it called, um, betting long or going the long uh bet on yeah. um, Charlie Whitehurst and uh, Terrell, or not uh, Terrell Jackson, what's his name? Tavares Jackson, that is his Yes. Name. Yeah, so they're going Formerly the Vikings? Correct, yeah. So there's a lot of Viking Seattle stuff going on, and rumors that Matt Leinert will reunite in uh, Seattle. So I heard today that um, I hope so. Robert Gallery is going to sign with the Seahawks, too. Uh, yeah, he has been, that again, stepping on most of the notes, thanks. Uh, yeah, sorry. He, no, that's fine. Yeah, he is, um, he is already signed. It's, it's done. We uh, we like to do a lot of collaboration before we uh, before we go on the air. Make sure we don't step on each other's. Feet. True, you know it's it's fine. You know it, this this only took twenty minutes, so it's not like we prepared. I heard Donovan Donovan McNabb. I can't even talk. I'm not drunk. I had coffee tonight. He's I heard Donovan McNabb got traded today. Is that true? Uh, it will be made official, I believe, Thursday. But yes, it is all but done. I love those. It will be made, and and I'm I'm sure the other day I heard something was reported on Twitter, and was not on any major news site uh-huh. and it was a pretty big story 
And they said that's the power of Twitter. So these trades were all over Twitter today. Yeah, everything that I, I've found here you can find just by following one person, probably the most informative, one of the most informative people on Twitter. That would be Adam Schefter. Very Adam, much so. Adam Schefter. This, this guy, like, I can't imagine. He sleeps, he eats, he does nothing but NFL, free agency, offseason, midseason, postseason, everything. And the guy I grew up with watching on ESPN, who's still on there, Mortensen. Chris Mortensen. Is... Uh, on Twitter as well. Yeah, the more report. But a lot of what you read from him is just retweeting what Adam Schefter's already reported. <laughs> he seems like he's the legs in the situation. It's yeah. like a kid go out there and go and go find it. But yeah, he's he's like reporting live from ESPN holding a BlackBerry. So he's he's tweeting <laughs> on there. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, definitely where your information is coming from. But probably one of the biggest shocks, at least to me, was that D'Angelo Williams re-signs with Carolina, which is huge um, for them. They they desperately needed someone to stay. Uh, it was a, it was sounded like a sinking ship down there. So. Not only stayed, but like seventy two million dollars, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's it's crazy. It's a it's a five year deal uh, preliminary. They they'll make all that stuff public in the next probably couple days. But yeah, he has resigned. So that's it's definitely a boost for them. But it's killing my fantasy team because I you know is it Jonathan Stewart? Is it him? It's another year of that. So sorry, folks. Well, truthfully, I've never played fantasy football. Uh, we'll talk about it for another so, year, so you can. Yeah. We'll have to set something up. If there, actually, I got a good idea. If they're a rival podcast, if there are, if even anyone considers us a rival, at this yeah, point, exactly. We would love to. Uh, Please we'll, consider yeah, us rival. We would love to um, participate in any sort of fantasy. Um, I'm sure Rick would love the baseball one, which is awful. Most yeah. people, if you've ever played, uh, heard of fantasy baseball, it goes on on a daily basis, which. I, I barely have the attention span to do that. It's got to be hard, yeah. Yeah, it, knowing all the, the pitching rotations and, and who's out is magnified many, many times over. But the NFL one, fantasy football, is amazing. I have so much fun with it every year. It's kind of, uh, it reminds me of when people say they're good at gambling. They're just yeah. the kind of people who break even. Um, and that's how most people who are good at fantasy football because there's so many variables. You can't predict who is healthy, who is not, who becomes a starter, who doesn't. It's, it's a lot of luck involved, but... Typically, you, you tend to be pretty good um, if you kind of average out. So reminds me of playing blackjack. Do you play in a in an actual person league, or are you playing online? I play with, uh, most of the time, it's friends. And we'll play, this last year, I played in three different leagues, which is the most I've ever played in. Mm-hmm. And it marginalizes some of your, you know, who you're rooting for, who you're not rooting for. You know, when you're out in another league, you tend to kind of bail on it. But yeah, it's all with friends, which is even better, because trash talking is 99% of it. Through emails and text messages and all through that everything, content. and then the best part is your draft. I mean, like I, I sound like I'm an infomercial for fantasy football. Yes, the exactly. best part, is, the best call one eight hundred Sean. That's seriously the best part is your draft though, because you can you can make it as, as big or as small as you want. And if you're doing it with you know people you know and friends, it, it's great. Like last year we had um, I'm gonna forget the guy's name, but the, the running back for uh, the Browns, um, Hardesy Montero. That's his name, Montero Hardesy. He he gets injured. Right off the bat, like in uh, their training camp. Yeah. But it's not really made made known. But it uh, it was he was posted in all these magazines as being like a sleeper. And we actually at the draft we had one of my friends, um, Hot Dog was his name. He got the plug. Yeah. yeah hot, hot, dog. hot Dog made it on the air. Yo, dog. Uh, and you actually know Hot Dog. Well, I'll tell you his okay. name. Okay. Okay. Um, he he drafted him, and we all just sat there. No one said anything until he clicks, because that's the thing. We're all on computers. It's not, we don't, nobody goes to the yeah. The, so you don't see the you don't see each other. Well, no, we'll, we'll sit we'll sit in the same room. Oh, and yeah, like talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But okay. we're all drafting online because I, I hear this is way back. This is way older than me. People used to actually write out on hand or cards. You know, really like, uh, write on like, pens, pens and paper. Was uh, there a plume on the pen? <laughs> a feather? Yeah, it was. It sounds bad. It sounds awful, right, guys? Um, but no, so we, we don't do that. But you're in the room, and he drafted him. It was hilarious. It's like he it made the draft. It was, it was awesome because that's a huge F up for your fantasy owner to draft somebody who's out for the entire season. That's a, that's a waste. So I drafted him. Did anybody else in the room know? Oh, yeah. There's probably about four or five of us who knew. We all are making eye contact over <laughs> our computers and just like, is he going to do it? Because he, he kind of talked about it, and we I thought he was being sarcastic, quite frankly. Yeah. He pulled the trigger, and uh, we talked about it for you know, the whole season. Great. What's anyway. what's the fight over these days for the number one pick? I mean, who is it that people are trying to get with that number one pick? This season, it, it's going to be tough because of the free agency. Like right now, I was trying to kind of uh, was looking at various teams, and you, you almost have to wait till the dust settles to make that pick. But I would say off the top of my head, um, Aaron Rodgers is in a, is a stud, and ha- yeah. I had him in oh nine or yeah oh nine or oh eight. Um, he, his breakout year, his first year without far, yeah, and that was amazing. That was um, I got him in. Pick 16, I think. So middle of the entire draft. Um, it was awesome. So, I mean, him, he will be big this year. 
uh, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Most of the quarterbacks are always going to be big. Yes. Any quarterback, actually, sorry, I, think, I can't believe it, I forgot about this, um, and I have this guy on my team, Michael Vick. Okay. Fantasy God. Yeah. Last year I picked him up off of waivers because, you know, if you don't draft somebody just like in the NFL, they're just sitting there and you pick him up. Um, yeah, I picked him up, and that could be just a monster year. I, that was actually the one league that I won, one of three. So it's kind of, again, like gambling. You go one of three or baseball, you're, you're good. Yeah. That's kind of how it was. Um, but, yeah, he, he fantasy God. He would run for 100 yards and throw for two. And, you know, in the score, there was, I forget one of the games, he scored four or five touchdowns, and that's just, that you're getting six points right there. It's just, it's unbelievable. Well, as we get closer to the season, I think we need to dedicate a whole show to that. Because it, it really sounds like podcast, it There's be. a lot of podcasts that aren't that do that, though, but I'm yeah. glad to I don't want to do, I don't want to make a, a, a theme of it. Like, every week we're going to have a little section on fantasy football. But I think, especially for those of us that are new. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, and, how about this? You you will definitely play in one. I will set up that okay. we play in something. But I would love to, yeah, if there's anybody out there, we, we have a league, you know, you want us in there, uh, the TSL podcast, I would believe that'd be something wicked have use a training list to play. This and maybe we can even do a live, uh, not live, but we can do a podcast of our draft. Yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong. With, I mean, the sky's the limit out there. With all four of you listening, we can do anything. Yeah. You know, don't yes. don't stop there. Please, we, call us. Let's also, let, let's really make a campaign push for now. We'll do it live like at Starbucks. Anywhere they have a wife. We don't even need the Wi-Fi. We're not going to do it live. We'll just do a podcast at Starbucks and tell people to come and join us there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely fun. At the bottom line is that you you will play in a, in a league this year for sure, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. But it really, uh, the only thing I would say is it marginalizes your, your love for any team. Uh, Michael Beans, another plug to our man friend, he, um, a diehard 49ers fan, was was almost at the point where he could care less about a 49er game, and he never <laughs> thought that would ever happen. Uh, he joined most of the country who could not care less about yeah, the exactly. game. But, yeah, he it, it really marginalized If you love a team, you, there will be a point where you root against them, and it's it's, it's fun. And it, for me, I, I was always kind of on the fence. I, I was from um, Southern California originally and then moving up here, so I never um, truly adopted any uh, NFL team. So for me, it's awesome. I can care less. I just pick the people, and they're all just... Yeah, you have no devotion. Yeah, exactly, which is... Way, a great way to go through life. No devotion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can do anything I want. I can say anything I want. There's quite a, actually, uh, there's quite a few um, other moves going on. Let's see. Hasselback is in Tennessee now, which is, uh, I guess, good for him. Uh, I think it's funny that a couple days ago, all over Twitter again, which I, I read often, but I'm, especially when I'm sitting in meetings I'm at work. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, Steve Young went on ESPN and said... I expect Hasselback to sign with the Niners. And oh, it was all I mean, over the yeah. place. I, I think that's... Um, it wasn't even... It's, it's probably rumor at best, but I forget, someone else predicted that. Um, another ESPN person on air predicted he would go. I think mean, it was like Tim Hasselback, of course. Yeah, brother, his brother, yeah. yeah. predicted that. Obviously, um, they don't talk. <laughs> yeah, he predicted that, and um, he was absolutely right. I think it's um, it, it's probably a good move for him. He The rumor was that he wanted a long-term deal in, in Seattle, and people blame him for not yeah. wanting to um, and then let's see what else we got here. Steve Breslin again. This is only for fantasy implications. You shouldn't know who Steve Breslin is. I have no he's idea. The, he, he played for um, the Arizona Cardinals, and now he's signed for the um, Kansas City Chiefs. He was a great. He was one of those players in fantasy football that was like going to break out and like just never did. He had opportunities with um, Anquan Bolden out for you know an entire year or constantly being out. Um, he had chances to be the guy. So you only know him. If you so he's a wide receiver. He is. Yes, he's okay. a wide receiver. And then, yeah, we talked about Gallery um, to the uh, Seahawks. Um, in somewhat local news, the ex-Raider, uh, Gretkowski, is going to play in Cincinnati, which kind of... Two-year contract, Yeah, too. pays the way for, for Carson leaving, you would think. Um, although, this is one question I would ask you, I would ask Rick here, is, um, is it petty to, if you're the owner, if you're Mike Brown, the owner of the Cincinnati Bengals, um, is it petty to not let a player go when, when they ask to be released or ask to be traded? I mean... The only the flip side for me is that in the NFL it's like funny money. You know, you, yeah. You sign your contract, you can be cut at any particular Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and and they are, and so it just seems like to me it seems petty. Um, but I would kind of ask. Um, I think that anytime a player doesn't want to be on your team, it's probably a good idea to get him out of there. Now, I, now Carson Palmer is not the kind of guy. I don't see him being the kind of guy that's going to say, if "You don't get me out of here. I'm going to make life miserable for you." He said he retired, but I think and, and I, I would I would almost tell him to hey, then then retire. Well, that's what so he I mean, did. I mean, that's exactly what he did, and that's where we're at. He's, he said you know you can retire. Um, 
I don't know. I, I just I feel for the guy in the sense that yeah, you you know, you, you give a lot. He he they, he took them to their I forgot the stats or from you know, he took them to their first winning season in like twenty years. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I just and they haven't had another winning season since then. Exactly. Yeah. And my thing too is if you're a free agent now, are you really looking at um, you know, Cincinnati as an option with their their owner? Never. Yeah, we're not dealing with it anymore. Never. Yeah. Um, Warren Moon was actually on a, another podcast and was, was discussing that. He was saying even back in the 1840s when he played, yes. it was it was like that that they never um, that it was barely thought of as a, as a destination. Well, I, I think for part of the new collective bargaining agreement is that there's a minimum amount they have to spend now, and the Bengals are, are similar to the Clippers in the NBA. They would do whatever they could to make a buck. And in the NFL, there isn't much you can do to not make a buck. You're going to make a you're going to make a profit in almost anything you do. With a huge amount of revenue sharing, oh, of you're going to make a profit in everything you do. And their plan was to make as much profit as they can, and didn't give a crap about what was going on on the field. So, yeah, um, another big um, a big signing, not a, not something really big signing. Signing San Antonio Holmes signing a five year deal with the Jets it is pretty big just because. Um, he's not big. He's yeah, not, he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. A very slender by football standards, and he's way bigger than me. But, but um, he's fast. Yeah, it's true. Um, it, it, it paves the way probably for a lot of things if Braylon's gone. Um, and oh, and for all the people who are worried, he, he beat his DWI. <laughs> He'll be, uh, he's on probation. He's not going to serve time. That was a concern was that he might serve time, but he's not going to serve any time, guys. Um, you can drink your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> go to work tomorrow. He's, it's going to be okay. Braylon, he beat it. He made it. I think it's funny. I was listening to uh, the, I listen to the radio and podcasts all the time too. This morning they said that um, for the first time in probably forever, even when, in when forever, and even when the Pirates in Pittsburgh were a legitimately good team, like in the early '90s, really early late '80s, for the first time ever they pushed the Steelers to the back page of the sports section. Wow! Because they're you know they're like a game out of first place right now. And then yeah, with the, the crazy instant replay. Discussion that gets brought up after last night's game, which I didn't have on here, which we probably won't touch on because that's a that's a horrible show talking yeah. about baseball ads. And yeah. Stuff, and it's, how about this? Let me. I'll cut to the ending. It's stupid that they don't. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. It's um. It's it's not. We could debate it for a long time, or we could just cut to the chase and we should. But um. Also, a semi-local news. Um. It's going to be. It's reported that Nate Clements is about to be released, which is kind of sad because. Um, again, a, a standout cornerback. Or getting to the 49 exactly. he arrives. I mean, there was talk when he signed. I remember the contract he signed with him. He's the best cover man in the league. He's the best. Never once has he shown a glimpse of that with the 49ers. Yeah, and in the, um, the, the industry that I work in, I've actually uh, met him and talked to him a handful of times. And he's, a, he's a very nice guy. I mean, it's the one person I know, so it's like, yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be the, one of the last work, uh, semi-sports celebrity that I know who, who leads the band right yeah, it, it is definitely sad. He's a, a, an amazing uh, Camaro, I think it is, but it's a new Camaro. It's not a new Camaro. Like the Bumblebee? Yeah, but it's a it's in Ohio State color, so it's gray. <laughs> it's predominantly gray, like solid gray with red um, like racing stripes at the middle, and it's just it's an awesome. Do you have a license plate number? It was like Go Buck or Go Buckeyes, something like that. I want to say. Yeah. I think those are. Public. I just gave it away. Did we, yeah, yeah. Now we're, it's one podcast and yeah. one lawsuit. Exactly. Like one for one. We're gonna get yeah. Nate, Nate Clements knocking at our door. I gave away his license plate, and now he's gonna know where. Yeah, if you see a, a Buckeyes colored Camaro. Camaro on Highway 280, that's true. Yeah, it's out. You'd be near 280, and possibly it could be up the peninsula. You could be like almost Okay, well, if you see that and it has some kind of themed Buckeyes license plate, there's a good chance it's going to be a soon-to-be-released 49er. You should t- tell him, actually. Just, just He might not know. You, know, you could be doing him a favor. Just wait and roll down the window while driving and be like, man, I hear you're getting And I'm not saying he's going to be a... He's, he never was a bad player. He just wasn't worth the most ex- you know, expensive <laughs> he, contract ever for a for a cornerback. Yeah, he wasn't worth the most expensive contract ever given to a cornerback. Yeah. But, I mean, who is? And I don't really think Nomni Asuma is either. Well, ooh, see, that's that's a tricky one. Because the problem is, if you're a really good cornerback, do you have any stats? Because nobody's throwing at you. And that, that's the logic. You, you don't, that. but he's 30. Is he 30? He's 30 years old. Yeah. He's, but he went to Cal. He's 30 years old. He's a Raider. And he's, he like, 5 feet tall. You ever see him? He's 6'1". Okay, well, I can tell you, I've, I saw him on some infomercial 
to walking with kids, some kind of com- that was an infomercial. It was a commercial like help the kids. I'm like, really more interested in this commercial. Yes. Really, I was like, I'm, he was I'm walking so with interested. children, and he didn't look much taller than them. He's he's small in stature. Yeah, I mean, I would he probably... He may be 6'1", but he looked But they're skinny. Small. He's skinny by NFL standards, but that's kind of like Nate Clements. Nate Clements looks small by NFL standards, and then you see him in person, and he's as wide as I guess, I guess as somebody... Ohio State. <laughs> I guess as somebody 36, I I compare everybody to Deion Sanders. Fair enough. And but isn't Deion Sanders 6'1"? All I know is if he was in a commercial with kids... He would tower. He would not team. look like the kid himself. Probably. And, and when he got his big money... When he had probably the, the best defensive season ever for a cornerback, I mean, there's no doubt about it. When the Niners made the Super Bowl, and was it 94, 95? When that one season he played for the Niners, he was defensive player of the year. It was probably by far, again, nobody threw the ball to him. The best defensive season ever. I mean, he won defense. What other cornerback has won defensive player of the year? Charles Woodson won this year? No, I remember that as the year I learned how to tie a defense. <laughs> That's all I remember. Either. I learned how to successfully tie a do rag, and it was it was okay because the Niners were doing so well. So. Well, at the time he was drafted in '89, so at the time that was nine, it was five years later. He we'll was going back in time, kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was probably 25 years old, and that's when he got his big money the next year with the Cowboys. So he was five to four to five years younger than Austin Watt. Yeah, he's going to get paid though, Austin. Oh, he's going to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They said he's in good shape. Well, Jets at this point, but I know Houston has a huge interest. Um, should, every team that needs a DB should be looking Well, the Cowboys just released four players. Yeah, I saw, which is uh, Marion Barber, Roy Williams, and then various others. They said they could be $17 million under the cap now with enough money to uh, to go after them. But they've got a, a, a one-time uh, first-round pick in Terrence Newsom. Mm-hmm. Newman. Newman, sorry. Yeah, Ozzy Newsom? Yeah, Ozzy Newsom. Yeah. <laughs> One time for a world tight end for the uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens slash uh, Cleveland Browns. Oh, but, and that, uh, sorry, that, that Clements uh, rumor is reported by Matt Mayoko of CSN. That's big sports him. news, too. I want to give him a shout-out. That's big sports news, too, about about the Comcast Sports Insiders. Yeah. Did you hear about them? I want to I just want to know if Sean's heard about it. No. There, are, there is one major player in the sports world in the Bay Area, and that's And Well, no, I'm just talking about in radio. Oh, okay. okay? In, in the sports news business, KMBR is by far the top of the top of the business in the Bay Area. And, and you're hiring. Yes, KMBR is <laughs> hiring. Good, good weekend. I'm very, I'm flexible. Yes. I, I can, you can, you can set up a mic stand with a clamp, and I'll use it. There's a good chance we do it for free too. They are they are the top the top of the heap for for uh, sports news in the Bay Area, and there's a new sports station, an FM sports station called 95.7. They just changed their name today. 95.7 The Game. Maybe I want okay 95.7 The Game. We will go there. Maybe we'll oh, go yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. We do the competition. I'll pander to any, to any audience. Well, the big news is all these sports insiders in the Bay Area from Comcast have now signed exclusive deals to be only on 95.7 The Game. This is, this is something that I, I had read about being proposed, but I did not know. Yeah, so Matt Miyoko, who's the, the biggest 49er reporter yeah. in the area, is now, along with the, you know, uh, Matt Steinmetz for the Warriors and uh, Ray Rado, who just kind of does everything in the Bay Area as far as sports go. I like him. Okay. Yeah, I like Rado too. Um, I don't read him because I just, I'm an illiterate. What's funny is that I, I watch him more than I would ever read like his columns or Stuff. And you should, he should not be viewed that way. No offense yeah. to Mr. Valley. Yeah. You should not view him live. He was, <laughs> he was on Roma's Burning the other day. Yeah. And, and which is a national show, and it's cool to get our local guys, because I feel like I know him, even though I've, I've never met him. I mean, you, know, you listen to him all the time. But he's on Roma's Burning. It kind of drew, I was in a restaurant. I drew my eye towards it, but it's, it's only because it's like a car wreck. <laughs> you can't take your eyes away from him. He's, he's, he's a big guy, and it's not so much that that he's big. It's like just his, his old demeanor. He has like this old man kind of like wavy. It's not a cold because he's not losing hair, but it's just a weird cut. He, he's wearing like a million sweaters for some reason, which I don't get. Like, it's, it's he basically, he just doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care about his, his appearances whatsoever, what he looks like at all. He just cares about that I'm here to talk about sports. He reminds me of uh, the movie Cobb. Going back to the sports movie. The movie Cobb starts off with a bunch of sport reporters sitting around a table playing cards or whatever, talking about who's the best football player ever, who's the best. And they're all out of shape. <laughs> they're all sweating. And all they're doing is sitting in a bar stool, sweating. 
smoking cigars, whatever. And, and that's what Ray Rado reminds me of, old time, overweight, uh, never moves with the type of speed, tight fingers on the keyboard. He's an old grizzled journalist. Absolutely. Okay. But um, there's other, I was going to cut into um, some of the other headlines and the non, there are some non football headlines. Yes. I was in Santana today, uh, 10 strike out in the litter, which was, I think, for Pacific time, it was like 9 this morning. I like, saw that crazy really early. early. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what, the baseball's on? It was like, I, 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 I had lost it. I thought it was the All Star game. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's the first no hitter for the Angels since 1990. And it's probably the last time like, I went to a game. I was actually in the there. And so those are some of my first uh, sport memories. And you were at the no hitter? Uh, today, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, and my, you're gonna find that I, I say over and over for dramatic effect that like that's my first game. Like, oh, like the Laker game went to that was my first <laughs> that's game ever. Yeah, and I, every every sporting team is my first game, so I don't kind of get it was in Southern California in the late eighties. At, um, at Sean on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you can follow me. Um, <laughs> and then the next one actually is kind of cool. It has some local um, emphasis. Is Carlos Beltran almost deal almost done? I when I got home this this evening, five o'clock or whatever, they said that it, 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 he had packed his bags and was looking to join the Giants tomorrow in Philadelphia. He's not on the he's not on the lineup today, which is a huge indication. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously he's, he's gone somewhere, and the Giants pick him up. Good for them. It's like the classic cliche thing, thing to say. But of course, the Giants are the bad. Yeah, but you know what I heard? If somebody needs something. I could. Think of it. And this is this is just you know baseball doesn't really bring out the conversationalists anymore. <laughs> but bring out anyone? I heard somebody on the radio today say he's having an outstanding season. I had not heard about him until this story broke. And again, I'm certainly not the person to go for you know, following uh, baseball or following baseball related stories, but you know, I pick it up a lot listening to yes. And yeah, this isn't the first time I've done it. Well, he's hitting, he's hitting 256. That's not an amazing statistic. So well, without steroids, maybe 80 Yeah, well, I don't think steroids really help with the batting average. I think they help with the home runs. Yeah. So. But anyway. I'm, I'm already, I'm already bored. But I had yeah. to report it because those things were, um, those were, those were big today. Um, it's 34 and has bad news, Giants fans. And then see, there's another thing we're going to touch on, I think, throughout this podcast is the fact that the people reporting on this Giants news, first of all, have no vested interest in the Giants. I don't know if you want to say it out loud, but the table that I was on, the, the desk that I was working on, Rick had a Dodger. Yes, I did. He's a Dodger mouse pad. Grew up as a Dodger fan. Yeah, for whatever reason. But so we, I did not. I did not slash anybody's tongue. We're gonna alienate so many. The one listener is already. He's, he's the leader. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. So I, I, I feel bad. How about this? I'll try my hardest to, to get into to the baseball scene. I was actually more of an ace fan. So at least I had that. Yeah. But I will try. I, I promise four people this thing, and my mom who might figure out how to download it <laughs> at some point. She might figure out how to download it. Um, yeah. So I promise that I will try. How about that? Well, I had a friend today accuse me because he knows that I grew up a Dodger fan. I have the Major League Baseball symbol, the Harmony Killebrew silhouette tattooed on my arm. Accused me of standing up for the two thug gangbangers who beat Brian Stowe in the parking lot on opening day. Because all Dodger fans are condoned. And I said, what do you mean? I've never said, he said, I can't believe you, you would be a Dodger fan after those two guys did what they did. I didn't know I couldn't like my team anymore because two really bad thugs beat a guy senseless and cut off his tongue. Yeah, that's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it seems silly that you have to defend them. I'm not defending what they did. Anybody out there listening, I'm not defending what they did. Let's, let's, let's move on. Yeah. John Boat's boot was actually a uh, dog defender. So, <laughs> so he, so Rick hated, hated me. I did. Yeah, it was... It's, it's kind of one of those things that, I mean, it was, you were going to be damned if you do and damned if you don't. Um, but we, of course, feel awful. You can't see any of the reports and not feel terrible for the guy who was an EMT. Yeah. And, in fact, we need, like, a new comedy goalie. We need, we need some goalie to, to, to take over this because that was awful. Okay, well... Um, and Debbie Downer. Yeah, it was Brown's done. It uh, was just, yeah. We, well, how about this? The next time we work on... The audio drops because I need something yes. to, to, to some levity for that whole scene. That was awesome. Dun, dun, um, dun. And then I, I'm sorry. I was going to say that um, I actually, uh, when you said that I hate Lincoln, 
I'm, I'm very happy of the fact that the one good thing he did was, you know, obviously he abolished slavery. But I would have liked to have, been, have happened with keeping us as a North and South country, you know, or the North United States subject. Just so I can say I've been to another country. Ah, okay, that's where you're going. I was yeah. borderline ready to say the comments made by I've stepped sure. foot in Canada and Mexico, but at least it would be nice to say that I can add another country to my resume of travel. Oh, thank God. That's, all, that's the only place you've been. Like <laughs> uh, I'm still I'm reeling, I'm reeling from the, the, almost, the almost racial snap that we, we broke off in, in the 35-minute market. No, I just um, wanted to, to tell everybody it would have been nice to say, no, mm-hmm. I haven't been to Ireland, I haven't been to Europe anywhere, I haven't been to Spain, or Sean has been to all these places that I've mentioned, but I've been to northern United States. It's a beautiful country. <laughs> it's a beautiful so. country up there. Some, some beautiful trees, some snow. Waterfalls, um, too. A canyon, I think they have. No, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you, you go abroad, and I kind of, this is like, you go abroad, and it really reinforces from and all that stuff. So it's, um, you don't go to Europe and not come back a huge fan of America. So that's right off the bat. Um, we touched on Rick. Uh, well, I didn't touch Rick. He touched me. We, <laughs> he touched me. That's a, that's a horrible thing. It was like had, I got my Christmas gifts early. We had talked about Rick being uh, spending some time in Vegas, so I wanted to play a quick little game of over-under. Yes, sir. And Rick had the awesome idea of playing that drop from the airplane that he wrote to over-under. Under. Yeah, that would have been great. We could so if maybe it, editing, we'll edit that out, and then we'll edit it in. So let's pause. Pod. Let's pause. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Okay. All right. So that was a perfect amount of time. And um, yeah, I'm gonna call for this next segment. Rick will be called uh, King Rogers. You got no one to hold. Him. Um, no over under the, the San Francisco 49ers winning the nine games this, this next season. Over. Um, I'm gonna go with an under. I think they're going to win about seven. So you're telling me you don't believe in the the arm of Alex Smith and the, the, not. the amazing direction that um, Mr. Harbaugh has been taking? One of the biggest problems in sports today is the guy that we all say we, that is a horrible quarterback, and he has he's not shown anything other than that since he's been drafted. I don't care how many coaches you have, how many different playbooks you've had to learn. The problem is you. you been nothing but bad most of your career, not all your career, except for Northern, your Northern, and even then they only won seven games. But he still will be making five million dollars a year. I'll, I'll trade. I'll trade right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the, um, I, I'd, I'd have to agree. Um, I would be. It would be great to see him win. It seems to be because Alex has been signed today. I believe a one or two year deal. So a lot of that stuff is still. Um, I do think Harbaugh knows what he's doing, which is a lot more just than any other coach they've had in a long time. Do you feel like that he, he could almost go 0-16 and, and, and be fine? As a matter of fact, I think most minor fans would love to see him go 0-16 because that gives him a chance to get the number one pick. This is, this is a, a Colin Calvert thing. No, we should. Just because we're steering you somewhere else. It's like all I'm doing is getting information you can get. From that. It's like Bob Saget the other night giving up commercials for other comedians. Um, we're going to talk about Bob. Saget. <laughs> I'm bursting your bubble all yeah, kinds. I had a script this week. All kinds. Yeah, it's, that's fine. But anyway, I mean, I feel like he's probably the one. Or this was a caliber. I feel like he feels like he's probably the one coach him and uh, Belichick. The only coach is getting away with the one season where the people would be like, "It's okay." It was part of the plan. Yeah. And I think that's that's hilarious. And it's probably true because he, he would be given the, the pass to try to get to the Andrew Well, I had heard that, that um, Belichick will do every, anything he can in his power to get Andrew up, which I thought was kind of bizarre. Is he that? I mean, again, I'm a fan. Yeah. Local supporters, go Stanford. Um, go Big Tree. Stanford, Stanford Trees. Yeah, it's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, is he... Is he that nationally recognized at this point? I feel like we're in our little bubble where, we, you know, we think Nambi Asimov is the greatest player ever. Either, either. Yeah, and I agree. But, you know, I feel like, is, is, is he that well recognized? I don't think so, but again, on, on the venues that I listen to, 
they've talked about him being the best quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning. That's a, that's a great statement. Uh, I hope it's true. That'd be great. But you know, we'll see. I don't know if I'd mortgage my draft for, for any one player, but if it's going to be somebody, it seems like it's going to be a quarterback. The most yeah, important position exactly. in all the sport. Um, I think left field is. It has to be. Over under the Raiders winning six games next season. Over. I'm gonna I'm gonna shock I'm gonna shock some people on this, and I think they will win seven to nine games. So I'm gonna go over. Absolutely nothing other than I think they will have a better record than the Niners. I think that they have at least somebody who has the ability to be a competent. Quarterback, I'm not saying be an all-star Pro Bowl player, but I think compared to Alex Smith, I'd rather have Campbell. Um, and I think that they have. It, it all depends. Can they sign Osmo? They've lost. Some, they lost a couple of free agents. They lost Gallery, but they've spent their money really poorly over the last few years. These questions also, I probably, you probably, you have to take into account. So, free agency goes through. Like right now, they signed seven players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. It could be up, but yeah. as of right now. It's, yeah, it's not the best, um, the best place to be. Uh, Lane Pippen has, and again, not only Pippen, but he has a great um, uh, spot on the other great spot where he was talking about. Um, they asked him what was the best part about it. It was right before I signed it. It doesn't sound like a great place to be a part of, which is sad because it's, um, it's a cool um, start for lack of a better phrase, place to go. Well, they have an owner who who is looks like death. I was I was gonna drop expert that crazy. And looks I mean I don't know how you can go out in public looking like that. He looks like someone with leprosy. Like pieces of his skin and body parts are just falling off as he's walking around. He looks like a seventies era pimp with like a gold those gold <laughs> glasses, chains and tracksuits. He's a uh, yeah, and I think he's he, that market. I think he has a tendency to pick up a lot of dirty prostitutes. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because every time he comes out to give any kind of speech or any kind of um, public um, address, yeah, interview, he always has herpes on his lips. I, I think it's, it looks like, like he's in the sun, but it's open. So, I mean, it's sunny. It's California. I think is with all of his money, he's eating a lot of dirty... Yeah. Yeah, drop. I'll stop what I'm saying right there. Yeah, um, over under Donovan McNabb starting nine games. Now we just this I, this is all written up before he assigns. And as he assigned, this is stupid. This is yeah. Yes, he will start. He will start twelve to sixteen games this year. Uh, I didn't say that. He'll probably be healthy, but I don't think I think Donovan Donovan. I've had a problem talking to him. I think Donovan McNabb's days of being productive. Are behind him. I think he's a whiny, crybaby. We're um, talking about practice. Brat. I think that's he's not to that point because I think he wants to work hard, but he's he's had the ego of a of a um a yeah well a thin a piece of glass. I mean he's he's so fragile when it comes to anybody saying anything about him. Remember all those arguments about with with um, Owens and and anybody in, in the and yeah, the younger fan and Yeah, little little problems that let him let affect his whole career. And I remember when when the failed experiment of Rush Limbaugh being on ESPN, and he made a comment about Donovan McNabb, and it, Donovan let that affect him too. He he let that. I mean, yes, he made a Super Bowl after that, but I think any little comment anybody makes, he lets affect him. It's it's kind of a like a you could maybe. Very hyper sensitive, yeah, hyper sensitive so. to Maybe it's the new athlete. Possibly. I think, I, I, I hope, um, as, a, as, a, as a fan, I think mean, you're watching the NCAA, you're watching the NCAA. I would hope that his season in Washington is really reminiscent of large season in New York, where it's almost like just a blip and you forget about it, and then he goes to the Vikings and he becomes very productive. Because it could end up being something like that. Um, Vikings, even losing Sidney Rice, would have. A legit running game. Uh, they, they the, the I think somebody is is looking to draft 
McNabb for the fantasy team is trying to yeah a little bit. Up. How about this is a psych out? This is me. They're going to be like he's going to. He's, I have to take McNabb because the strong will take him. Yeah. You are absolutely right. I will <laughs> take Donovan McNabb right now. It's a hard game to say. It is. I will take him in the late in the earliest. Um, how about this? I have a parenthesis because that was obviously the top off question after the sun. Yeah. Kevin Call starting nine games. Is Kevin Call Ooh. starting nine games? First of all, he's and still he's still a member of the Eagles. For, correct. For the next fifteen minutes. Yeah, I I really think that he's gonna get traded somewhere because they they have all their eggs with Michael Vick. Um out there. Yeah, that's that's just uncalled that'll, for. That'll be a, a, that's just that's that's as uncalled for as like North and South United States probably. Yeah, and it's probably at this point people would be more upset <laughs> about me talking about puppies. Like, How dare you state talk state about being puppies yeah. and drowning in pets? Um, I just had to get that graphic. Did I really need to get that graphic? Drowning puppies. Um, yeah, I think that uh, called. Will start twelve to sixteen games. That's a full season. That's a full season. Full season. Suspecting Arizona. I'm I'm suspecting Arizona, and I think that that's a good fit for him. I think they have a really good young head coach who is who has gone through a couple offensive coordinators, including the one that got into the Super Bowl a couple years ago. But I think he's the offensive coordinator, and I think he has the ability to build a young quarterback and be creative, which is really needs. Is, is the perception, I mean, my perception that I have to call is that he's kind of soft. Now. Um, that was what Andy Reid had said, or not said, but that's what he alluded to when he was saying, I'm going to put Michael in. Um, because Kevin Holmes, not, not necessarily saying he wasn't ready from a skill set standpoint, but he wasn't ready to be the starter. Those were some of the, the initial quotes that he had put out. And he was almost protecting him with Philip. He's Philip, big dude Santa Claus. So the blue, anyone, tear down anybody. So that's kind of what it feels like for me. I don't think that they. I, I think he just legitimately may not have been ready to be a starter. He had a couple of really good games, but he showed in those games that he has the ability to be a starting quarterback and be better than some teams have a starting quarterback now. A lot of teams have a starting. I mean, he's an interesting pick, of course. Yeah, I, I could see anybody. They're interesting I could see anybody, of course, wanting to acquire him and trying to bring him in. Especially there's so many places, not so many very few places that would need him. Of course, San Francisco would be running open in the run. He would even entertain the bank. He would take him and market. Um, the next question this is going to be kind of this is going to be Danny Moss catching more than five passes, touchdown passes, which was his uh, 2010 season. I, I really, I really don't see his career moving on. He's done. I, I think so. I think so. I think him and Owens, throughout, uh, have got. Pretty productive from. Not just a fantasy standpoint, which is all I'm talking about, but from a legit league standpoint, he's got productive number two wide receiver. He just had major knee surgery, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's gotten to the point where people are saying, okay, he's, Owens has got to be, what, 36 now? 37? He is 36. Okay, so he's that's, that's up there in age. And Moss is how old? 34. 32. So neither one we of should, them. We should know. I don't care. Yeah, he's my, he's I my did, age. I did a lot of them. Yeah. Um, both of them are way past their prime. Now, yes, they're in great, or at least Owens was. Terrell Owens never let himself go. He worked hard physically. He worked out. He had the body of, uh, you know, Adonis. Yes, exactly. That's scared him all the time. But, um, but, uh, Moss has never really, you know, he made flex his muscles when he catches a touchdown pass. I mean, you don't look at him and go, oh my gosh, look at that specimen of a, of a, of an athlete. It's true. His game was always based on being quick and over the power side. Yeah. And that's the first thing you lose, right? Is your speed? Yeah. And he's not going to be able to take it over. Well, I didn't ever have it. So, so yeah, so, so they lost it. Yeah. Um, but I really, I don't see a team. If he was a um, over-the-middle kind of wide receiver, somebody who could, a possession kind of, had the ability to be a possession wide receiver, there would be a chance for him because he could get that, that tricky first down uh, late in the game, that he's a, he's, his whole career was based on being deep guy. He's even if he said, oh, "Yeah, I'll go over the middle once," he's going to get hit once, and he's not going to want to go back out there. Yeah, he's not. It's, it's all really over and under. Carson Palmer playing one game. I'm going to go over because he plays. 
He's playing some he's bad Yeah. He's been through too much to now say I'm going to quit. Not going to happen. He retires. He comes back. He first of all, he's admitted many times. He's not made. He's still. He's made more than enough money. Best of the wise. From a privileged family, he's actually got money. Very much so. He would be. He is set. Um, you can easily see him sitting out a year. Um, this is going to be kind of a, a mess up year. Anyway, uh, you could do it. I would say if he's going to do it, this is the time. Um, I, I'm not in that way. These these matter. These matter. Carson Palmer's brother. Jesse Palmer? Is that his name? Yeah. Is that the is that the guy who was on The Bachelor? Uh, it was a Palmer. I thought that was a that was a. Uh, you would know. You're married. You I don't like The Bachelor. 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 Palmer, who was a backup quarterback, I think, for. Uh, uh, that was Jesse. But that's another Palmer. That's not Jesse Palmer. He worked for ESPN now. He yeah, he's a college football yeah, analyst, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does not. They're not. Well, I'm not sure what website it is, but Carson Palmer's brother developed. There, there's a website I use in an app I use called Runpee. Runpee.com is the website, and it tells you the best time to go to the bathroom when you want to see a movie. There's a, there's a that exists. Yeah, Runpee.com, and there's a great app for it. I mean, it tells you exactly. There's even a timer, so you can set the timer. You have four minutes. Okay, I'm sitting there right now. Tell me how you run to go to the bathroom. There's a competitor's website, and I have to find it, that, that Carson Palmer's brother developed. And it's very, I mean, very similar. I'm sure that, you know, it's like the movie websites that are knocked up. It's Jordan Palmer. It's, there it is. You're off screen. It's Jordan Palmer. Jordan Palmer is his younger brother. Jesse Palmer. Jesse. That Jesse Palmer's the guy from yeah, ESPN. there it is. So we got it. Okay. We got it. We got it. We got it. And it's Jesse Palmer was on The Bachelor. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do, I do have my Bachelor knowledge correct. Oh, yes. I'm so proud of you. Um, so anyway, I think Carson Palmer will play. I'm going to say, this is, if this is the time tonight, so if, he, if he's going to, he's talked about it enough, uh, it's tough to walk away from that money, but I'm going to go out If he takes a year off, he is taking a career off. Not going to come back up to Yeah. Over under Brett Favre, this is this has been, this has been talked about, over under Brett Favre playing. Um, under, I think he's done. I hope. Whatever team he plays for, I will be for the first time in my life holding up this picket sign just in the middle of our town here saying no to Favre. Yeah, I could see Pop Favre. Yeah, it's a season. It's over. It's over. You threw the ball, you were a gunslinger, you were the kid. And while you're at it, can you stop the Wrangler commercials too? I don't want to see you in tight jeans. You're you're in your forties now. You brought up the bachelor, so I'm gonna have to say I you could possibly want to see him in tight jeans. Well, and, and if I do want to see him, yeah. I'll turn on something about Mary. Okay. Bob, yeah, Bobra. The final over under. Yes. Over under a million hours of NFL free agency on this A million hours of coverage. Have there been have there been shows dedicated yet? This it's just constantly on. It, it interrupted all the things I wanted to watch: women's softball, yes, um, college lacrosse. I missed all these gems. Too. I lost them too. And it's been it'll be tweeted and reported and emailed like fifteen times. And when it's actually done, the breaking news. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm refreshing right now. Let's see what what's going on with Twitter. Absolutely. During yeah. <laughs> the hour Cause long. Because in the East Coast, in the time we're at right now, it's, it's very, yeah, very old. Uh, it's, it's, already, it's already done. But yeah, they're. Uh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Sean's got breaking news. It's, it's about an hour ago. But according to Mr. Shepherd, um, the 49er running back, Frank Will, plans to hold out for the deal, and so there's uh, tends to be a So those are, that is actually a big deal. I, um, it's a big deal to some, but I want to know how much of a, of a household name. Either one of those guys are. Chris Johnson is. He at least led the league in rest yeah, for 2,000 yards. From, from a fantasy standpoint, there's another guy who was a But uh, he was he's a big one. But Frank Gordon, yeah, Frank Gordon is good. He's that house brother. Yeah. <laughs> Being a 36 year old and, and living my life through the Dallas Cowboys in the early 90s, I compare everybody to Emmett Smith. Class Okay. Frank Gore, who the Niner fans like to preach as being the best running back in the league. Has had one good season, one. He's had many, many injuries. Yeah, he, it's, but it's that's the shelf life of any of 
exactly. the running back, it's three years. And so, I mean, yeah, it's competitive on average. So, even in the best case scenario, you, you can get five, six, seven. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the story. It's, and and Barry Sanders had a lot of bad teams and a lot of bad offensive linemen, and he still seemed to have good statistical seasons. Yes, Frank Gore is not Barry Sanders, but there's a lot of. I'm glad you. I'm glad you, you, you made such a such a there are a lot of 49er fans who think he is. It's yeah. I mean, but there are a lot of fans who giant fans who think you killed someone. <laughs> and you got there's a, I mean there's, a, there's some crazy things it's not dead it's not dead yeah, yeah. Well, that's not, you're not going to get rest in all, all my prayers I'm not, I'm not very religious but I was pretty good absolutely um, but anyway yeah I mean there are pretty many crazy things that you know, it's all what I, what I would try to do in, in things that I am passionate about try to be realistic um, yeah Frank Gore is, is not going to be very sandwich Frank Gore needs to play in the time season exactly that before be you great. hold out for, for a new contract true that would be great I do have to say something about him, though, that I am, um, that, that doesn't get reported a lot, but I remember from the University of Miami days, he was a former special ed student. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I, didn't know that. I, you know, received some kind of special ed services, and now he's worked his way up to learning a pretty complicated, in the, with Jimmy Ray the last couple of years, it wasn't complicated <laughs> at all, but he's had some pretty sophisticated offenses. I, I know that um, the, the best season he had was with, um, uh, Norb Turner is as his offense coordinator, and your Norb Turner love is I, very. You know what? He's he's the best offensive coordinator I've ever seen, and he's the poster child for uh, and and should never be a head coach ever, but he's the best offensive coordinator I've ever seen. There was some good. So, there was some good. Yeah. So anyway, that's all, that's all I have to say about that. Nice. And some of the um, just some local, not local, but some yeah. of the cool um, stuff going on at least. Um, Please don't run, don't walk to the TV to watch the Showtime series, um, the franchise, uh, the Giants, or it's called a season with the Giants or something. The, the name is the name for it. But anyway, Showtime is a documentary about the Giants. If you're not a Giants fan, it's still interesting. Um, I, I consider myself being a marginal Giants fan, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I like to go to uh, until it gets shut down, probably after the millions and millions of listeners we have in this podcast. Yeah. I like we, to go. Shut it down. I like to go to uh, letmewatchthis.com, and they have TV shows on there because I, I no longer have cable. I have an antenna. It's true. We're actually in a barn. Right yes. Now. That's why there's a plant in my microphone. Little did I know when I canceled my cable and put an antenna that Showtime was not available through the antenna. Yeah. So big shot. <laughs> So I have to go online to watch my shows now? Yeah, but and just, it, it's, it's pretty sweet. And again, like I said, you don't have to be a Giants fan. I like it. You yeah. just these, any of these, it's just like those, um, I think it was ESPN, you know, ESPN does 30 for 30 documentaries, and you don't have to like any of the um, sports that they're trying to just continue. empathize. Yeah, empathize with these people. And just kind of, um, sport is sport, and it's, it's always So that's, that's great. And then if you can, this is kind of obscure, but if you... I'm not sure if it's on his website yet. I know uh, they post a lot of it, but go to Blade Night with Jimmy Fallon in his monologue. He has a um, a skit where, or a bit where he is a um, a very very small time uh, sports show, like a you know an over the top ESPN, and he has some funny um, jokes makes about the San Francisco Giants players. Call him Tim Winsick and do the love child with Joseph Gordon Levitt and the kid from uh, <laughs> everybody says it's but a kid from Days of the So I, I would check that out. It's probably on his website or the interweb at this point. Man, that was great. The best thing I can say about it is it's on cable, which means it's, it's unedited for television. I mean, that all the natural things an athlete would really say, they're going to say on that show. Correct. And um, with no uh, HBO, what's the what's the football show? Hard knocks. hard knocks. There's no hard knocks this year, which have got wonderful ratings for HBO. Um, this I just will remember be... watching with Rex Ryan dropping F bombs right? Yeah. Yeah, which is fun. This will be the closest thing you'll get, which is uh, pretty cool. So. And uh, yeah, and then what I would just uh, let's see. I'm good. Am I? Um, no, I think we've had a really good hour long discussion tonight, Sean. Yeah, it had definitely the time had flown by. One little up at the end yeah well. my uh, fault my fault no, no, so. you can follow us again at TSL podcast on Twitter and uh, you can go to our website tsl.blogspot.com I just said TSL 
uh, TSL podcast, TSL podcast at, um, let, me, let me start this whole process over again. I promise we'll learn the name. www.tslpodcast.blogspot.com. That's TSL Talk Sport Listen. Correct. We talk sport and we listen to each other talk it. Well, you, we sometimes listen. <laughs> but yeah, um, again, any uh, any emails, any uh, commentary, any suggestions, uh, anything you want, just uh, throw it off there on Twitter or on the website. That would be much appreciated. TSL at gmail.com too. There you go. So. TSL out. Uh,